Welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. From Nashville, we got Chris Young in studio. Cody Allen here, and uh, he just got in from uh, a cold morning walking the dog, I guess, right? Freezing cold, and I, all I had was shorts and tennis shoes on. I was like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> Do you live in a condo? You have a, mm-hmm. right? So that's a headache, walking the dog, isn't it? Like having to go downstairs, get on the elevator or whatever, and then walk outside when you could just like open the back door like normal people do with backyards. Like normal people, yeah. <laughs> um, I, no, he's gotten really used to it, and and I think a big help for me was, you know, having him on the bus, and having him in that mindset of okay, I let you out of the kennel, <laughs> but it's it's a process. So normally in the morning and at night, if I've had him up, when he comes out, he knows food, water. Mm-hmm. And then you wait before anything else happens <laughs> for the for the end game of that process yeah. for for the outside part. Yeah. It's going to be a minute. You've so. just spoken like a true dog daddy, like you are. Uh, you, I mean, you have gotten this down, haven't you? Since the last time we talked, I, I'm really, <laughs> dude, full full on pet parent. Okay. Like, never thought I'd be that dude. Totally that guy. Half the phone, like half of my phone. The photos are not of me. It's not of work. It's my dog. I was like, look, he's stretching. I must take a photo of this and show it to all of my friends that don't care. Look, the dog is sleeping. It's oh, a miracle. He's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it is like being a parent though. It really is. Because that's what parents do. They want to show off videos and photos of their baby. Well, that that's as close as I've gotten. And so okay. that now I I've kind of gotten myself in trouble with that where everybody's like oh my god you take such good care of him you'd be a great dad like for real and i was like i'm good i got a niece right now i'm i'm fine right right well it'll happen if and when it happens but you want kids i guess right at some point yeah man i, I love my niece too much okay. it's, I, it would be weird for me to say I'd, at some point that I, I don't want to have kids so but it's not for everybody i think people figure that out in time but you know Everybody's got life choices to make. Boy, this is getting really heavy. Well, we got deep. This is getting deep. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm not wearing the correct hat for this conversation. That's <laughs> The neon orange Bass Pro Shops hat does not really dictate serious life combo. Dude, it's a really bright hat. It is very. Like, I, I'm, I'm most likely not going to get hit walking across the street. <laughs> they should see me. They can see it from the space station, doesn't it? Like, if they, you <laughs> Somebody zoom in. saw me and they go, You're big avid hunter? And I'm like, no. That's a no. I'm more of a fisherman. Actually, this is the Bass Pro thing, but the, right. the neon orange is just because it's Halloween. Sure, you know, it's Halloween the, time. Tis the season. Yeah, but you can, I think, spot that on Google Maps if you just Probably. zoom in on three thirty Commerce downtown Nashville. Yeah. In a few minutes here, folks. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, always good to catch up with you. Hanging on is like on the verge of being number one really soon here. So. Uh, I know it's a great song, and you make great music. We all know you have how many number ones now that we do we say? How it's many? it's ten. Hanging 10? on would be eleven if it gets there. Wow, so. cha-ching! You just got to see. It's just it's just, you see hanging on going number one. It's like just money in the bank. Okay, so I've got to say <laughs> something, and I, I'll I'll say it with you. Okay, I've had a whole bunch of interviews um, where. I've talked to people that have never said anything along the lines of that, of like, dang, you got to be making good money. It It's happened since – it didn't happen when I was talking about losing sleep, which would, was 10. I guess now that it's 10 and I might be going for an right. 11th, people are like, ah, doing pretty good, huh? And it's it's just really funny because that's happened yeah. at every interview that Is I've done. Is it really? 
it just struck me a few minutes ago like man he must be really banking at this point they did it it literally came to me right before you walked in but uh i think it might be also that the mega millions is on my mind you know the billion dollar thinking about it yeah Yeah. so money is like two billion that's stupid it's two billion dollars Justin Moore and I were talking about this earlier, and uh, let me just drop a name here. Um, anyway, um, he's a friend. I like Justin. He's like half your size. He's like a five uh, two. He he and I have known each other for I mean pretty much since the very very beginning. Like he had his number one right before I had number one with getting you home. So we were on like all the radio shows together, <laughs> and so we'd start messing with each other. Like I there there was one time in particular we were backstage, um, and I think it was like coyote joe's or something and they had like a big wall where you could mm. sign it and so of course you know i reach up all the way to the top <laughs> and i sign but i left just enough space i drew like a little block off in the top left hand corner and i put an arrow and i was like this space reserved for justin colmore <laughs> and uh, i forgot that i did it and i got a message that said a not very nice word from him <laughs> and i was like whoa what but it, as i'm typing like what happened he sent me a photo of his TM holding him up so he could sign it. I was like, you're the man. You're the man. He's a good guy, but he, he was saying, like, when the Mega Millions or whatever, the lottery gets to, like, two million, you're like, okay, I'm not going to buy a ticket. But once it reaches, like, a certain, you know, over a billion now, you go, oh, now is the time for me to buy a ticket. But actually, like, two million is not enough to buy a ticket. You have to wait till actually there's more. Apparently, your mind thinks that way. I don't know why. Uh, my favorite thing today, all day, has been talking about, and it's like, one in two hundred fifty-eight million, like, it, the chances that you would you would win it, right? So I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy one." I don't understand why people buy a hundred; it doesn't make your odds any better. And I was like, "That's exactly what it does." <laughs> they were like, "But no, but it's like two hundred fifty-eight million to one." I was like, "Yes, the and one it, it's is- almost infinitesimal." <laughs> However, your odds do actually yeah. get better. That's the whole point. Did you just say? Infinitesimal? I did word of the day calendar. Wow, could you let's look that up because I have no idea what that means. Sorry. Uh hanging on <laughs> is such a great song as I mentioned. Um I'm wondering, you know, sometimes you hang on to people's words in conversation. What's a conversation, you know, maybe a dinner or something, some person you met where it's like you you were hanging on to like everything they said and you were kind of soaking in the knowledge. You know besides what? me right now. Uh, besides but. you. Besides you. Uh, I actually recently had dinner with a, a whole bunch of, of friends, and there were some people in town for CMA board meetings, yeah. and I'm on the board, and so some of them went, and some of it was just friends of ours, and um, caught myself in, in a conversation with a guy that's just been around for a long, long time, um, is, or well, is George oh. Strait's oh, yeah. manager. Sure. And uh, he just started talking about, you know, when he was working at labels and like stuff that you just can't get those stories anymore from guys that, that have been around in it as long as he was. And I just was like, I shut up and listened yeah. to his stories. Yeah. Like I didn't have anything to interject. I was just yeah. like, just keep talking. Yeah. Like I just want to kind of like get, get all of these before they're gone. Totally. And I feel like well, Bob Kingsley's the same way with me. Like anytime I'm around him, I always like just shut up and listen. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. This guy's got stuff to tell. Uh, and such a history. So you want to learn from those people who've come before you, and hopefully... uh, And have been around that long, too. I mean, both of those guys have been hugely successful for a long, long time. I just want to get better at this, Chris. (laughs) Really, just trying to get better. Um, 
besides the dog on Instagram, um, I, and I feel like you're posting like a lot of really cool life moments. Like this tour was obviously huge. You played Bridgestone here in Nashville, and that must have been a bucket list moment for it's you. Insane, yeah. Um, but I feel like there's just so many good moments happening right now. Do you feel that kind of like life momentum? Yeah, there is like a weird thing going on right now and it's all really good uh you know i've been working on a lot of new music which i've been teasing a little bit but anytime you're back in the studio i think just feeling really creative as an artist you are in a space of you kind of take stock of like what's happened so far a little bit every Mm -hmm. time that i make a record and everything that's going on right now the the tour being so insanely successful and um you know, just the songs off this record being so incredibly successful and all these different, really, like you said, life moments that are that are going on. I just kind of take stock of them and really am, like, enjoying being in it right now and going, this is really cool. Yeah. Because sometimes you forget to do that. Yeah, I think it's easy to, like, go so fast you can't find joy in the journey because you're just moving on to the next thing. And I think that's the nature of our business, actually. Yeah. I feel it's, like it's, it's a little bit of that on to the next one thing. <laughs> yeah, so like, what's next, Chris? I accomplished this. Now what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, you're totally right. I yeah. mean, it, being able to live in that moment while you're experiencing it, you can be focused on that point and mm-hmm. tomorrow, but being able to find the joy in a lot of those situations, I feel like we skip over sometimes. So no pressure, but what is next? Um, you, you're working on, you said, the new music now. And is there a certain, there has to be a certain amount of pressure. And it's, I think it's good to put pressure on yourself to like, okay, I've got to keep this going. Yeah, you want it to be great. Yeah. I mean, you never want to go like, I had a bunch of uh, big group of songs that I wrote, <laughs> and they're all pretty good, so here we did. Yeah, I, I don't know that you would ever want to put out a record if you felt that way about it. Uh, I think there's so much excitement from the very core group of people that have heard some of the stuff that I'm working on currently, mm-hmm. which is why I've been teasing everybody with, you know, probably sooner rather than later with new music. And some of this is really awesome. And a lot of it's topically different. Like a lot of the stuff that I'm working on, uh, maybe thoughts or things that I've been through in life that I haven't really put a lot of thought into as far as making the song that fit that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are sad, some of them are really happy, and there's kind of everything in between, which is kind of what you're supposed to do on every album as yeah. well. But it's uh, it's really interesting. I think I people f- are going to dig it. I feel like with Losing Sleep, you went also in the production side of things and kind of changed it up a little bit and colored outside the lines. With these new songs, this new batch, are, is there some of that too? Yeah, it's, it's a little bit... Um, I would say the biggest difference between the songs on Losing Sleep and what I did last week in the studio is uh, more organic sounds. Um, There's a a lot less that's been, you know, chopped up and repeated or sometimes it's useful as an effect. Like, you know, if we did like a lo-fi thing on a really sub heavy key pass and then we chop that up and just make it fill under the song where it's Mm -hmm. felt rather than heard. Uh, or any sort of loop that that you build that goes underneath something, whether it's true drum sounds or not. I just feel like whereas this record was a little more Mm pop-leaning production-wise, this one's probably back the other direction a little bit and more organic sound-wise. So, um, you know, we were were miking a C7 piano the other day that was really, really cool (laughs) sounding. So people are going to dig it, I think. 
Yeah, well, it's all based on the nature of the songs, too. Whatever you have to bring, and then the production, I would guess, uh, would have something to do with how you feel that song should come out of the speakers. Yeah, and it's kind of dictated by that. I I think one of the reasons we named the record Losing Sleep is because that song kind of led the charge of what are we cutting for this project? Mm -hmm. Because that song was undoubtedly, like, I knew that was going to be a single. I wanted it to be... S1, you know, the yeah. first single out of the batch and, and glad that it was and that it worked out the way it did. But just kind of planning around that for an album, I think that that does happen a lot. Yeah. Is that how they refer to it, S1 in the business? Yeah, S1, S1. S2, which <laughs> when you forget that and you're talking to one of your friends at a bar yeah, and you say, I think we're going to this for S3 and they look at you like you have, you know, two heads. You're like, <laughs> you're oh, right. sorry, sorry. Are you a bucket list checker? Like, do you have things that you kind of want to do that are still sort of on that list? Or do you just kind of go with the flow of life? Yeah. I mean, for a, a long time, it was like, well, I want to have a gold record. And then I had a gold record. I was like, well, I'd like to have a platinum record. And then I had a platinum record. And then it was like, well, let's have a double platinum song. And then, So there, there's always, you want to beat whatever peak you've arrived at yeah. prior. But, you know, sometimes it's not numbers based sometimes it's it's more you know i I would have put playing bridgestone on my bucket list whether it was sold out or not whether it was as great a show as it ended up being or not because i've been to that building you know a million times to watch preds games and you know watch garth brooks play when he was doing the flood relief stuff and there's there's things like that um you know just celebrated being an opry member for a year uh that that was totally on my bucket list and never thought I would get there. You know, that's that's one of those things that you can't plan for. You can hope for it. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, there's always stuff that I'm I'm sticking back on on a list kind of internally whether I verbalize it or I put it down in print or not. But skydiving is not on that list. Nope. Out. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. Um no interest in that. <laughs> when it comes to holidays, I don't know my guess is that you are an online shopper. Or do you just go to Bass Pro like your hat would dictate and just buy there? <laughs> um, as I just hit the mic. It's uh, fine. It'll, we'll edit that out. Yeah, we'll get, get rid of that one part where I just punch the microphone. Um, it depends. For my dad, I can definitely go to Bass Pro. That's, a, <laughs> that's an easy stop that I do every year for him. But I, I kind of split it up half and half because my thing is sometimes you're walking around and you're going to different stores and you find something that you wouldn't have looked for if right. you were just going online. Um, sometimes I think like browsing in person is, is a little bit easier, but, uh, I definitely do some online ordering that started in, uh, in great detail last year, um, for, for Christmas. So. Oh yeah. All right. So Amazon, you do the Amazon mm-hmm. thing or the, mm-hmm. I'm a big Amazon guy. They Which... like, they like me a lot, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there anything odd you've like infomercial wise, do you ever like order something that comes it's like wow i can't believe i ordered this online um or otherwise so and anything for my dog <laughs> back to the dog yeah it, Full it always circle. comes back it's like so i was talking to somebody the other day they're like you talk about sports music and your dog i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's a very large portion of what my life is so if you don't like either three of those things we're probably not going to hang out too much uh, but you got your dog a Christmas sweater, didn't you? I did not get him a Christmas sweater <laughs> this year, but he is, you know, I mean, he's getting dressed up for Halloween. So. He's, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I I had to. 
because one of my friends, it's the nerdiest and dumbest thing that anyone has said. And I was like, yeah, I got to do that. What was the stat we heard? Was it 71% of people dress up their pet for Halloween? Really? It's like an insane, everyone's doing it. So you're not alone. Okay, good. <laughs> well, that the other 29%'s like, I'm an idiot. Like they're, yeah. <laughs> they're probably boycotting whatever I'm putting out next. They're like, that was stupid. Can you give us a, a hint on what the costume is? I'll tell you what it is. Okay. Uh, he's going to have, uh, I got to get a, pet paint pen so you know you can like color on their fur i gotta do like a little z like right here like uh-huh. above his eye um i gotta get him some glasses and and a black cloak because he's gonna be harry porter <laughs> it's so stupid but i can't help it i've got to do it man that's awesome i've got to do it that's great you're a harry potter fan though aren't you yeah big okay i think yeah. i remember that For sure uh, i guess is it butterbeer is that mm-hmm. the Harry Potter? Have you drank? Apparently, I, like I have not. I have not been there. Okay. I was so close to going the last time that I was in Orlando because we were playing uh, at the Hard Rock for a radio event. But I had the dog for the first <laughs> time on the bus, mm. and I was really concerned about going off and leaving him because yeah. he ate his way out of a plastic kennel. <laughs> so this is before I got like the heavy duty one on there. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I have not. I've Universal, not I guess they said they had their 20th million butterbeer served up recently. So um, you got to try it, apparently. It's, well, it's like what you were talking about earlier. I'm not doing it until it gets to a billion. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, Which, by the way, thank you for coming in. I mean, I know you're doing like a lot of stuff today, and it means a lot that you make a special stop to here when you could have made me go to audio productions or wherever to sit. <laughs> where, you know... They br- they just bring them in to you, you know what I mean, one after the other. But no, you came no. here, and I, it means a lot to me. So just thank you. Hey, absolutely. Thank you for the time, man. Always great. Chris Young, everybody. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.